What is up, Scotty? Happy Thursday. Happy practice Friday, pre-Friday, Friday Eve, Friday Junior, whatever you may have it. I hope you have a tremendous one, a great one, a beautiful one, a spectacular one. Insert all the superlatives you will there. Guess what? It is sunshine out here in my neck of the woods, and you could probably feel the difference in my energy. I'm telling you, man, I got that seasonal effective stuff. It rained again. It was dark and cloudy again for like four days straight. Ugh. But the sun is shining. It's a beautiful morning here on this Thursday, October 27th. Just dropped my son off to school. Life is good. Life is always good. I hope you're having a phenomenal day. And we're going to get into episode number 444. 444. Lucky day, man. Good things happen. 444. Of the study session, my gratitude and appreciation to you, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies for joining me here today. I'm going to talk about Kenny Pickett's development and the question of whether or not he can emerge as an elite franchise quarterback. We're going to talk about all that here today. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about what it's going to take for the Steelers to upset the juggernaut that is the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's all in store for today, episode 444. Again, my gratitude to Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Would love to connect with you. You can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thesillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Anyway, studyings. There's been a lot of heat thrown Kenny Pickett's way based on his performance last in last week's game, especially because of those two interceptions late in the game with the game on the line, with the opportunity for the Steelers to take the lead. Remember, the game was 16-10, a touchdown. Could have tied it, an extra point would have put them in front and probably would have sealed a victory. And it was the nature of the interceptions that has a lot of people concerned and raising questions about Kenny Pickett. Let's go back to that first interception that he threw to Chase Claypool, where it was a deep shot. He laid it up in the air. Claypool looks like he tripped over his own feet. There was some contact. I know one of the league officials said that that should have been a pass interference penalty, but it wasn't. So we'll give him a pass on that one. If Claypool was still running there, maybe he catches it. Maybe that's a score. Maybe it's a different outcome of the game. So he gets a pass on that first interception. The second interception came in the fourth quarter as the team was driving. He threw it to Deontay Johnson on looked like either a comeback route or an out route in between two defenders. Not enough zip on it. Guy jumped right in front of it, returned it for a decent chunky yardage. Not a good look. And then that final interception, the worst 
of all, the most egregious of all, was the one where he was scrambling out to the left side. They were driving, they were making a push, and he threw, (laughs) it looked like a, a rainbow. There was no oomph on it whatsoever. And it was picked up, picked off in the end zone ball game. Now he could have pulled it down and scrambled there. And here's the here's the debatable point. Here's where the discussion needs to occur around Kenny Pickett and those two dreadful interceptions. Were they the product of lack of zip, lack of arm strength, lack of the ability to fit the ball into tight spaces? Or were they the product of just being a rookie and not being 100% familiar and used to the speed of the NFL game? Or is it a combination of both? Is it somewhere in the middle? And I think that's that's where what everybody is debating right now, considering everybody is hoping that it's just the product of being a rookie and learning on the job. And hoping that it's not a product of a lack of the physical traits. Because here's why. If his arm is not up to the standard of the NFL average, because you can win with an average NFL arm, but if it's not up to the average, he's going to have a difficult time putting the right amount of velocity on the ball to give his... Receiver is the best chance at catching the pass versus allowing too much time for the defender to make a break on the ball and thus result in interceptions like we saw on Sunday. Coming out of college, one of the knocks on Pickett was that he didn't have an elite NFL arm. We know that. But that he had an NFL able, an NFL ready arm, which means he could make all the throws without any any hesitation, any challenge. But after Sunday's game, there are some questions, and rightly so. So what is it? Is Kenny Pickett just, does he not have the physical tools to be an elite NFL quarterback? I don't think that's the case. I do think that there are limitations with his arm. He's definitely not Brett Favre. He's not Ben Roethlisberger. He doesn't have a cannon. You don't need a cannon to win in the NFL. And again, one trait doesn't define a quarterback. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here that it's just the result of being a rookie quarterback in a high-pressure situation and that he was forced into a bad decision, he made a bad throw, and that he's going to learn from it. I'm, I'm not ready to condemn him and say that he doesn't have the tools necessary to be an elite quarterback to play at elite level. And I do think he has a decent arm. I don't think he has a bad arm. I don't think it's a below average arm. I think it's slightly above average. He can make all the NFL throws. It's just going to take time. So I would not 
throw him out with the bathwater at this point. Something else I want to put out there, though, is if this team struggles, let's say that they do finish with a losing record, Mike Tomlin's first losing record, and they have a top five draft pick, let's just say hypothetically, let's say they have a top three draft pick, and one of those stud quarterbacks, part of this strong quarterback class coming out in the draft is available to them, what do they do? I know a lot of people are saying, well, you have your quarterback of the future, you're going to ride with him. I get all that. And again, I'm just talking hypotheticals. But let's say that the absolute best QB prospect is there for their taking. Let's say that they somehow, and I hope not because things would have to go horribly wrong. Let's say that they're drafting first overall and they have their choice of quarterback prospects. What do you do? What does this organization do? Do they pass on that guy and ride with Pickett and risk not getting a quarterback who potentially could be all world? Again, I know we're a long ways off from that type of situation happening. There's a lot of football left to play this year. Just just throwing that out there, some food for thought. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk about today is what is it going to take for the Steelers to take down the Eagles this weekend? A few things. Number one is pressure. The Steelers have not generated pressure since TJ Watt has been out. Against Brady, they did. They're going to have to force Jalen Hurts into bad decisions. And when he makes bad decisions, the team has to capitalize on it. They have to squeeze those interceptions. They can't allow them to bounce off their fingers. So they got to get pressure on Hurts. And it's not just going to come from the outside edge rushers. They're going to have to manufacture pressure. They're going to have to scheme up some blitzes. So this is where... Tomlin, Flores, Austin have to work together to come up with a solid game plan. That's number one, pressure. Number two, and I mentioned this, is the outcome of that pressure, turnover. So not just interceptions, but when they're making the tackles, they're going after the ball. They're trying to strip hurts if they get their hands on him. Forcing fumbles, get those turnovers, give the offense more opportunities to try and score because it you can see it takes a hell of a lot of opportunities for them to even get a field goal. And it limits the chances of the Philadelphia offense to score because they can score in bunches. So those are the two things that have to happen. And the third thing, it's what Pittsburgh Steelers football is all about. They have to run the ball. If I were going into this Philadelphia game and I was Mike Tomlin, and if I was Matt Canada, I would run the ball. I'd have my big packages out there. I'd have two tight ends. I'd have Derek Watt in the backfield, and I would just smash the ball every single play. 
I would control the time of possession. I would keep the ball away from the Eagles offense. And I would tell my offensive line, we are just going to road grade this team. And just keep pounding away, pounding away, pounding away. Wear them down. Set up play action opportunities. Take your take your shots and spots. And out physical this team. I think that's how you have to beat them. Get pressure, force turnovers, run the ball. Run the ball. Take some of the pressure off Kenny Pickett. He doesn't need to throw 50 times a game. Run the ball. Run the ball. Did I say run the ball? And I'm not talking fancy jet sweeps. I'm not talking these double reverses. I'm not talking these tosses. I'm talking dive left, dive right. Counter left, counter right, straight ahead, pound the football. We haven't seen it at all this year. Go back to who you are. Go back. You want an identity? Run the ball. Straight ahead. Najee Harris, don't dance. Hit the hole. Three to four yards. That's it. Jalen Warren, three to four yards. That's it. If you're picking up three to four yards of carry, you're at least in a fourth and short. Then you go for it. You have a quarterback who can finally QB sneak. That's what it's going to take. Now, are they going to get pressure? Based on the previous games, probably not. Are they going to force turnovers? Based on the previous games, probably not. Are they going to run the football and commit to the running game? Based on the previous games, probably not. But in my opinion, that's what has to happen in order for them to win this football game. Again, any given Sunday, I know... I've been fatalistic and pessimistic about this Eagles game because it is going to be brutal. But that's how you have to beat them. Keep the ball away from them. Pound it. Run it. They're an NFC team. They're a bit finesse. Pound the ball. Did I say? Run the ball! Anyway, study and study and study and study and that is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 444 of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to Yins. Yins, beautiful, beautiful studyins. I haven't had a lot of written articles up on the site in quite a bit. I have been working on my side businesses. As you know, I stepped down as high school principal this past July. So I've been focused on getting those things off the ground, up and running. Once all those things are set and booming for me, The writing will resume, so don't think that that component of the site has faded away. We're just taking a little break on that because daddy's got to pay the bills. (laughs) Anyway, studyings, I love you so much. Love what I do here with this study session. Love that you join me daily for this. It means the world to me. Tomorrow, join me for my prediction for how I see the game transpiring versus the Eagles. Got a little little bit of a twist on it for you, so stay tuned for that. That's coming tomorrow. I hope you have a phenomenal Thursday. This is the unofficial start to the weekend. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. I hope you got some sunshine like I do, man. This is just, my soul is on fire right now. I'm loving it. And as we close out episode number 444, that's a good luck number. As we close it out, remember this. Not everybody is 
a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.